on to the Apocalypse Podcast. I'm Steve. He is. Oh, Larry. Yes. I I am. I. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's not just. He's a wonderful Larry. <laughs> a... <laughs> We're gonna make a movie. It's a wonderful Larry. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! I actually just got that joke. Um, my friend, we're, we're this talking... one the angel actually pushes me off the bridge. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's, or I'd be the I'd be the one that got hit by the truck on the bridge, actually, <laughs> and then fell over, and then the angel was like, "Oh, oh life is living." Boom. <laughs> Oh, oh, wouldn't that be fantastic? Life is worth living. Oh, oh shame, that's shame, the way to end it. Yeah, shame you got hit by a bus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, tonight we're talking about uh, 2 Corinthians 5, Larry. And you said this is one of your favorite passages, right? I like this very, very much, yes. Um, which means I'll do a, uh, I'll do just an awful, terrible job of it. But... No, not at all. Not at all, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, um, hey... Why don't we just jump right in? First, just read right down to to ten, I think. Okay. Yeah. I, maybe, I was about maybe to say not. maybe just maybe read the first paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> and here I was going to say First Corinthians five. I'm like, duh. It says it right at the top. I can see it almost. Second um, Corinthians five. We'll start at verse one, folks. For we know that if uh, that are we okay reading the NIV, Steve? Oh, instead yeah. of the NASB. Yeah. We're good. Uh, okay. We're good. I checked it okay. out. Actually, I was wrong. Um, the 12 aren't going to sue us. Yeah, that's right. If they do, yeah, no, they're not going to. Um, <clears throat> verse 1, here we go. For if we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling, because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan and we are... And that's why I like it, because I like the word naked. <laughs> Because we do not wish to be unclothed, but be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now, the one who has fashioned us for this very purpose is God, who has given us the Spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing to what is to come. Guaranteeing what is to come. Therefore, yeah. so you remember in the last chapter, he was talking, you know, we're, we're hard pressed, we're pressed down, but we're not defeated and all that stuff. This is, this is a little bit of a continuation of that. And, and so basically all that he's saying here is I'd really like to leave here and be in heaven with Christ. So, so he talks about this earthly tent. Obviously the earthly tent is our body, but he says, but we've got this building from God. You know, it's not made by people. This is, this is God's thing. He says, he, he says, we're groaning here. You know, we're, we're clothed with this earthly body, but we're growing. We really want to end up in heaven. Because once we're there, we're, we're, we're no longer naked, but God has clothed us. And, and eventually he's going to say, and what he's clothed us with is life. Yeah. We're, we're leaving death and he's giving us life, life eternal. So yeah. all, that's all really all he's saying. Eh? Yeah. Um, and he says, we groan, we're burdened um, because we don't wish to be unclothed, but clothed. So, it's kind of, it almost it sounds a little tricky, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, we don't wish to be unclothed, but what we want is for is what we want is heaven. Yeah. What we want is to be clothed in heaven. And so remember he's 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 been beaten, he's been pounded right. down and and um, and what he's trying to say is in all of this pressure 
there's something fantastic awaiting us. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to, to go for. This mortal life, so, you know, mortality means, you know, to die. This mortal, instead of being swallowed up by death, which is what you expect, he says, we're going to get swallowed by life. And the one who fashioned, huh? Well, I was just going to say, it's so fat. I, I love it how Paul says it because he longs to be there. It's not a suicidal thought. It's just he looks forward to that time. Yeah, and oddly enough, in another place in Scripture, he actually says, if I had my choice, I would go and be with God right now. But I, I stay here for your sakes. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting because people say, you know, they talk about the glories of life and abundant life and all that. But there's points in Paul's life where he's saying, this blows. <laughs> like, I am hating, <laughs> I, I am hating this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am hating this. I, I, if, if I could, I, I would take my life and I'd go and be with Jesus. But I, I can't, yeah. right? Yeah. I can't. Now he doesn't say that here. He says that in another place. But here he says, he says, he says, all of this is going to be so fantastic. And what God's given us right now is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is a little deposit to remind us what's to come. Yeah. And I, I've had a teacher. Um, they've explained it in two different ways. They call it the already, not yet. So, so heaven is ours right now, Steve. Mm -hmm. And and we are there, but we're kind of not there at the same time. Mm -hmm. My, my revelation teacher said, you know, we're actually walking with one foot in heaven and one foot on the earth. That's why it's so difficult as a Christian, because it's kind of awkward. Right. But, but we're already living a little bit by the Holy Spirit in the thing that we're going to have. Hmm. Hmm. And you, you, you talk to prisoners and like people for their faith, not, not you know, murderers and stuff. <laughs> but people that have been in prison for their faith saying, you know, they beat me. And 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 it and in so many ways it was terrible. But the Holy Spirit came in on this, hmm. and we got a glimpse of heaven. Yeah, oh, it's a beautiful. And talk. it just lets you know. It just lets you know through all this stuff that you're going through that it's okay because no, this is the the thing that people talk about, right? Um, they all say to us, "It's not a pie in the sky by and by. It's it's something for now." But Paul's saying, "This is a pie in the sky <laughs> by and by." <laughs> This is the thing I'm going for. And and if I could, if I could, if God would let me, I'd go there right now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And 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 we all experience it, don't we? Yeah. We, we you know. Yeah. Maybe not to the extent he did. But um but there's times when you think, yeah, I've had enough. Yeah. 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 Verse six. Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each of us may receive what is due to us for the things that are done while in the body, whether good or bad. So it's kind of funny. Well, he throws this at home in the body and away from the Lord. But he's saying, while we're here... We're away from the Lord. In other places, he says, no, the Lord is with us, you know, and the Holy Spirit is with us. But here he's saying, yeah, but there, there's so much more to come, right? right? And then he throws out, for we live by faith, not by sight. And you've seen that in, in Hebrews, you know, walk by faith, not by sight. Mm -hmm. This is this is an Old Testament reference, and I suddenly I forgot where. I think I'm going to say Joel and, and hope that I'm right, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so that's how we live. We don't, we don't have to see this thing that's coming. We, right. we, we, by faith, know what's coming. Yep, yep, beautiful. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. It really is. It really is just simply beautiful. We, we live it, in a it, different it, plane. You know, yeah, you, you need to say no more, right? Yeah. And then he says, we make it our goal to please him, whether we're here uh, in our body or, or one day when we're away for it. It's our goal to please him. Then he throws out a weird thing. He says, because we're all going <laughs> to... Oh, thanks, Paul. Because we're all going to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. The judgment seat of Christ, that's the thing that, that people refer to as the Bema seat. Mm-hmm. You've heard that there's two judgments, right? There's the Bema seat yeah. um, is, is the judgment for believers, and there's the great right throne where we're, where we're all judged, right? right? And on the Bema seat, in another place, he'll say, and some people get there, you know, it's, it's wood, hay, or stubble, or precious gems and, and gold and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he says, and some of us are just going to make it um, as if through the fire. Hmm. And this, this is the judgment seat of Christ. And, and this is where Paul says something that very few people will, will attribute to Paul. Well, not, not like in Paul overall. They'll say Paul is all about you accept Christ and there's nothing you can do for your faith and it's all by grace. But here he says, yeah, what you do does make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd, I'd rather not even read that because I want all that other stuff. I want where Paul says yeah. um, all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. All, all things are okay for us to do. But here he says, actually, we do get judged by what we do. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're going to stand before Christ and be judged. And that's that fearful thing you get with the nakedness piece up above where you're standing naked before God. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know why you're standing naked before God, because that's that's so embarrassing. That's that's your <laughs> most embarrassing. Actually, in your underwear, it seems somehow a little bit worse. But, but um but, but we're going to stand before the judgment seat. And he says, our ministry, therefore, is one of reconciliation. And that's the last part that we're going to do. Beautiful. Am I, am I going too fast, Stevie? Am I- oh, you're doing absolutely fantastic. I, and I was okay. also thinking in this passage, it's so funny, right? Because people want to pit Paul versus James. And really, they're closer. They're just two sides of the same coin, really. They're, they're an awful lot closer. Of course, uh, of course, Luther would tell you, you know, that James is that epistle of straw. He, he didn't like it at all. <laughs> That's why the Lutherans are all about grace and not law and grace. Right? <laughs> so. oh, beautiful. Okay, verse 11. Since then, what, since then, we know what it is to fear the Lord. We try to persuade others. What we, are, what we are is plain to God, and I hope it is plain to your conscience. We are not trying to commend ourselves to you again, but are giving you an opportunity to take pride in us so that you can answer those who take pride in what is seen rather than what is, what is in the heart. For if we are out of our mind, as some say, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For Christ's love compels us, because we are conceived, or we are convinced, sorry, not conceived. We are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. And he died for all, that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. Remember, he's trying to tell this church, um, I'm, I'm okay, guys. I remember I didn't come. I was, I, you know, I didn't want to make you upset again. I didn't come. And these guys are saying bad stuff about me. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's saying this, yeah. you know, we're here to persuade people. And, um, and I hope it is also plain to your conscience that we're not commending ourselves to you. So I'm not trying to build myself up to you. You should be building me up. Mm. Kind of a kind of a neat thing, eh? Yeah. You you should be taking pride in me. Yeah. So he is hurting as their leader. He is hurting. Yeah. And and he and he's but he's trying to kind of bring them along, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I like he says people say we're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
and and but if we are it's because of, it's because of god uh, well i would blame my crazy on god too you know. <laughs> and he says uh, if we're in the right mind it's because of you <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So, so. <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit of a slam there right yeah just a tiny bit yeah yeah and 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 craig's love is going to compel us um and he died for us man he he died for us all yeah um that we no longer live for ourselves, but for the one who died for us. Yeah. Ah, he never gets past that, does he? No, he always comes back to that central theme, which is, yeah. which is great. I, I mean, live for Christ. Yeah. For me to live as Christ and to die is gain. Yeah, yeah. He thought about death a lot, didn't he? Yeah. I, I, see, I, I see why you like this passage so much, because Paul is just constantly going back to his same, same message over and over again. Like He's not forgetting the theme. Yeah, it's revelation-y, isn't it? It is, it is. Yeah. God's, yeah. God's on the throne, and we're going to be with him. It's all good. Yeah. And right now, he says, at this point in his life, he says, and, and my life sucks. <laughs> and I, much, and I, you guys are bugging me. I'm getting beaten, you know. Yeah. And uh, I really just want to be with him. Yeah. Who knew that this yeah. was this was Paul's stage where he was working at a university? Um, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something about the finance department in your little life. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, verse 16 before I go any further. Um, so, from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though once we regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, a new creation has come. The old is gone and the new is here. All of this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. He has committed us to the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are Christ in, or therefore, we are therefore, sorry, I got that wording wrong. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that we so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. I like that he goes from being uh, a little upset about his life um, mm. to just just really thinking about Jesus. Yeah, you know, um, and he says he says you know we're not looking at it from a world point worldly point of view. You know, he's as though we considered Christ in the way of a worldly person. We don't do that anymore. Right. I think he he may have been thinking back to his own conversion. Mm. You know, when he was going after the Christians, he he didn't think Christ. He just thought Jesus was was a like a shyster leading them on right. but then he then he had that that face-to-face -face confrontation with jesus where he went blind and, and he spent the three days where god showed him what his ministry would be and and everything changed after that yep. and that's why he says i'm a new creation yeah because he's looking back on what he was and and it's nice to remember that everybody who accepts christ is a brand new creation yeah. and all of that stuff in their past as far as we're concerned is really is gone it really is gone. We get to make all new mistakes as, <laughs> as a brand new creation in Christ. <laughs> For some reason, that makes me think of an episode of MASH, but I'll talk. <laughs> anyway, that's a long story. But it, okay. is, but it is so true, right? It, it, yeah. 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 The old is gone, the new is here. Yeah. You know? And um, so if, you know, if any of our two listeners here <laughs> are struggling with their past, they need to know that that is gone. Yeah. And and Christ has made everything new. Yeah, and that, we're all we're all we're all sinners, right? We all deserve hell yeah. until Christ comes in. Yeah, 
And he's doing that simply because he's actually trying to make his appeal to others through simply through our brokenness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Paul says, he says he reconciled himself through Christ. And, and we have this ministry of, of bringing people. Reconciliation means we have this ministry of bringing, bringing people to Christ. And God was reconciling the whole world to himself. I, I wonder sometimes about that in where the world's at today, but I, I'm sure everybody who's lived through any kind of a weird time wonders what God was doing, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're not counting people's sins against them, right? This is reconciliation. And then he says, we're ambassadors of Christ, and we implore you to be... I wonder why he's saying that to them right now, because he's talking to Christians, right? Yeah. He's not talking to unsaved people, but he's saying to Christians... Be reconciled unto God. Yeah. Like, like somehow there's something going on in the church, and he's saying, you, you, you really need to come back to God, Christians. Yeah. Like Revelation, when Jesus is standing at the door and knocking, and we say, you know, he's not talking to the unsaved. He's talking to Christians, saying to Christians, you know, I really want to sit down with you. Yeah. And I really want to have a meal with you and talk to you. Yeah. But this is different, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And he became sin for us. So that we might become the righteousness of God. And that's the end. Mm. So it's a good passage. It's a good passage. Like I said, I, I can see why you like it so much. Just the appeal to Paul coming back to you. This is, this is not it. <laughs> There's so much more. There's so much more. And it's so great. Yeah. Um, folks. Thank you so much for listening. We always appreciate my friend. Thank you. That was just an excellent, excellent overview of that. Um, folks, we'll be back in a week's, next week's time. In a week's time? That's what I'm trying to say out loud in English. Um, not successfully, I'd like to add. Again, our Christmas break is coming. And, you know, we'll go away for, you know, probably three, four weeks. Who knows? It depends. Um, and then we'll come back. Uh, and we'll be refreshed and renewed because we will have gone away and come back and oh, 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 or worn right out. <laughs> yeah, we're really sick and tired of people. And uh, um, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Am I saying that too hard? <laughs> anyway, but thanks so much for listening. We do appreciate it. it encourages us greatly to, to know that you're listening to uh, these podcasts. So, anyway, bless you, and we'll see you next time on the Apocalypse Podcast.